This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest yourself today. Right now, we are speaking with Leandre LaRouche, who is the CEO and writing partner at Trivium Writing, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and he'll correct me if I'm incorrect in a moment here. So he is an author, speaker, and writing consultant from Saguenay, Canada. He's the author of heterochrome, and three upcoming nonfiction books, the three of which are scheduled to be released in 2021. That's the short version. He's about to tell us so much more. So, Leandre, welcome aboard. Thank you, Adam. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. And I sure hope I pronounced everything right. Did I get it? <laughs> you did, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Actually, I knew the pronunciations. I checked beforehand. I just wanted to introduce a little suspense and drama. All right. First question. How does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and the community at large? That's a great question. So essentially, the way that I think about the writing and the publishing process, it's a it's not just a process whereby you contribute to a body of work, to you know the literature, uh, but it's also a process by which you become a higher version of yourself. So you learn, you know, you uncover a lot of value that you didn't know about and you package it in a way that's, that's compelling. And so not only does it impact you, but it also impacts, you know, your family, your children, because it gives you, it gives you such confidence, but it also, it also contributes to, you know, the body of knowledge that we have in the world. And I would say that's probably one of the things that excite me the most, because obviously there's the, there's the direct impact I have on clients, you know, as they as they write their book, you know, it transforms them. But then in the end, it's like that impact is intergenerational. So, you know, their you know, their kids, their parents are gonna be different if they wrote a book than if they didn't. And then we can think about, you know, well, how many people are going to read their books and access the knowledge that they have? And that's really how I think about the writing and publishing process. So they're these three main layers of impact uh, that we make. Yeah, you articulate something that's been on my mind that I've been looking for the words to is how when we write, we actually discover some of our own brilliance and passion that we've known is there and some others have perhaps seen, but just the exercise 
of writing it down causes it to become organized in a way that we haven't seen up until now. Some of my best ideas for content have come up because I was responding to something. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that I do really well with clients is I kind of use what I call the um, the investigative journalist approach, which is I ask a lot of really good questions and put these questions in the right order. And that's kind of how we build a narrative. Because if you think about it, whether we realize it or not, writing is always answering questions. And most of the time we start with yeah. answers. But if you start with questions, then you ask yourself, well, better questions. And by asking yourself better questions, you come up with, you know, really great answers to things that maybe you didn't even know needed an answer. Wow. That is extremely powerful. So just so we're absolutely clear, what is exactly that you do? So what I do is, um, well, I call myself a writing partner because what I do is I partner up with the client and I basically, I uncover their hidden value in a sense. And so the way that I like to describe it is, you know, if I'm working with you, you're giving me access to the war chest and I'll sort through the goods. Or another way to put it is you give me access to the cave and I'll dig out the goal. And there's a good saying that I really like, and it's that basically you can't see the frame if you're in the picture. And that's absolutely true of writing. And a lot of the time, you know, we need that external perspective. So what I do for clients is I bring that external perspective. I help them put their ideas together, help them build a concept, a narrative. And then I, you know, put them on the right track to write that book. Wow, that's great. What are some of the most frequently asked questions? Like if there were three FAQs that seem to come up most often with folks who are going through the process of discovering the reasons to work with you, what would those be? Mm -hmm. Good question. The first one I'd say, how long does it take to write a book? And obviously the answer is it depends, but you can do like the economics of it. Um, you know, the, the best way to put it in, you know, that's based on like the way that I work with clients. But if you're going to write a 50,000 word nonfiction book and 50,000 word is, you know, average for a nonfiction book. That's a good length. Um, if you write 900 word a day, that takes about an hour. That's going to take you two months. So, and then you can kind of like, you know, play around the numbers and figure out. Um, the other question I often get is where should I be quote unquote um, to write a book? And so people often have this notion that they have to be at a certain place. And I mean, there are a lot of gurus, they say, well, like, wait until like you're a millionaire or blah, blah, blah. Or like the people often feel like they have to have a certain degree of success in order to write a book. Um, And that's kind of not true. If you think about it, I mean, there are a lot of people that got their success because they wrote books. You take someone like Brendan Bouchard. Um, And so the way I think about it is you really should have something that other people want and you should be very deliberate about the conversation that you're, that you're entering. If you do that, well, it really doesn't matter, you know, how much money there's in your bank account or like how significant you feel or how successful you are, you know, by any standard. So that's really how I think about it. Um, And any other question that I often get, I would say, um, people often ask, how you generate, like, how do you, how do you keep writing? Or in other words, like, how do you avoid writer's block? And to that, I always say it's really about the planning and it's much more so about the direction that, 
you have as opposed to like the destination. When I write my books, it's not so much about the destination. I have a direction that I'm on and it happens that we change our mind about certain things while we write. And that's the beauty of the writing process. And so if you have a direction and you're constantly challenging your own ideas, then you can't go wrong. So, yeah. And you know, you do, you do a good planning, you're deliberate about the conversation you're entering. And so if you do that, and especially if you have the right questions, then you're not going to run into writer's block. You're gonna... Exactly. Exactly. So what are three questions you wish people would ask? I wish people asked me, what can I do or what attitude should I have in order to be the most effective writer I can be? And by that, I mean, you know, write, you know, the best quality material, but also like in the, in the most like time effective manner. I wish people asked, you know, what are some of the little things that I can do in order to set myself up for success? And, you know, there are a lot of things that, that go into it. Um, I, I wish, I wish people also asked me, what are the common mistakes? And you would think that's a, that's a common question. Weirdly enough, it's, it's not. Um, but I think, you know, with the insights that I have, I, I, I can speak to that all day, what kind of mistakes you, you can do. And, you know, I often hear people talk about like book writing and, you know, the mistakes that they, that they mention people do is like not being clear on your goals and all these things like, duh. Um, there are a lot of things in terms of, in terms of writing um, that you need to be aware of. And so for me, it's a lot about sequence and, Cause I mean, at the end of the day, writing is really kind of like mathematics, you know, there's a, there's a sequence like you, you got to know arithmetic and you know, all these things. And if you lose something somewhere, then you're kind of, you know, you're struggling. Like I struggle with math. Um, then the third question I wish people asked me, I wish they asked me about the, the benefits of writing and publishing a book that they might not suspect and I mean, I could talk to them like all day about, you know, how powerful it is. Like once you've written a book, because writing a book is really like, if you think about writing, that's, that's the most challenging thing you can write. Once you've done that, it's really easy to write anything else. And it, it's just such a great exercise. Yeah. Um, and it makes you so much more persuasive, so much more influential, helps with your speaking as well, makes you think more clearly. There are just all these hidden benefits that people really don't think about when they think about writing a book. Yeah, this is really powerful. Now, we have about five minutes left here. So what I want to do is I want to kind of go into a lightning round and give the folks, let's have some fun and discover a little bit more about you as an individual. First of all, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? I think... <clears throat> I think people would be surprised on how kind of like emotional I can be because I come off as like a very like logical, like rational guy, I'm a writer. And sometimes, you know, I just, I take decisions like on a whim and, you know, I, I like, I remember like several years ago when I was still in college, I just decided it was this funny situation where I had a summer job and my boss wanted me to take two weeks vacation. I was like, I don't want to take two weeks vacation. I just want to make money. 
And so I was like, no, you have to, because I don't want to pay you for two weeks. So I was like, okay, fine. I'll take the two weeks vacation. So what did I do? I just literally like went on a hitchhiking trip in Eastern Canada. It's like in the middle of nowhere, just like hitchhiked and, you know, um, just like on a whim like that. So I think, I think people who know me wouldn't suspect that I tend to do these kinds of things. Yeah. Great, great, great. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? Um, I hope that people say that I'm someone that they were able to be themselves with and just has a high level of character and integrity and that I was someone they could feel challenged, but also welcome at the same time. Yeah. If you could go back and change one thing that you've done or one thing that's happened with you, what would that be and why? It's a really great question. And if I'm honest, I don't know that I would change anything. I mean, I guess maybe I'd like start my business earlier, although I'm not really sure how that would work out because especially in an industry like mine, and I think we all, we, we all at some level like struggle with imposter syndrome. And so I've definitely had that. And I'm a big fan of the book Psycho-Cybernetics, if you've heard of it or read it. And it talks about how self-image is constructed like from actual um, experiences. And so you have to dig into your experiences. And so I can tell you for sure that, you know, I would have been, I'd be like further ahead if I started before or it, it really would have been better. So I don't know that there really is something I would do differently. I think I would probably... I would probably take more imperfect action and certain things that I've done in the past, I would have been like more consistent, like stuck to it longer. Um, But I think that's about it. Really. There isn't a whole lot that I would change. Okay. What famous person alive or dead would you like to meet? And if you had the opportunity, what would you ask them? I think I'd like to meet with Steve jobs and ask him about like, kind of sneaky questions to kind of like gauge his personality. Cause I know he had, you know, he was a very unique individual and there were a lot of things that happened in his career, like getting fired from his, by his board. I'd be curious to know how he dealt, how he dealt with that. And I know that there were, there was some form of, you know, chip on his shoulder and, you know, the, he definitely had a feeling of like being, being special and misunderstood. And so I'd like to learn more. I, I, I would like to learn more how like he dealt with it and how he, how he saw that. I, I'd ask him questions about that. It's definitely an inspiration. Yeah. I know what you mean. Uh, what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? What motivates me um, is that vision of a, that I have for myself in five, 10 years from now. And then I know that, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's going to happen as long as I keep going and I don't quit. And I also think about all of the, you know, all of the assets and by assets, I mean that in a general sense, like all the books, all the, all the, the impact I can have on people, what that might look like compounded, like see what I have now. I kind of like multiply that. And I think about that when I'm getting kind of discouraged or like, like 
facing adversity. So I think I, I just think about the future, frankly. Yeah. All right. So I know you have a special gift for our listeners, and I'll share that for you in just a moment. In general, right now, what is one thing you would like our listeners to do as soon as they finish listening to this conversation here in a moment? I would like them to do a list or an inventory, if you will, of their ideas, their intellectual assets, and see what kind of goal lies in it and what they can do with it, whether it's a book, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a product or service. I think I think we tend to underestimate the assets we have. And so it can be really amazing when we start listing, you know, all the all those things, what can come up and what kind of ideas we can get from those. Uh-huh. Very interesting. So thank you so much for joining us today. And I think that's great advice, by the way. Before you go, I know you have a little something and this is actually relatively new. So this audience may be among the first to hear about it. It's a free video you put together. If they go to this link that they'll see on the screen, if they're watching the video version of this. Otherwise, I'll say it out loud. It's www.triviumwriting.com forward slash free hyphen online hyphen class. Uh, you can see the link if you visit the episode on www.brilliancepluspassion.com. This is the new way to become a published author in your field without wasting hundreds of hours, blowing tens of thousands of dollars, or sacrificing your voice. I would strongly encourage everybody to check that out. I believe there are a few things you can discover there. So with that, Leandre LaRouche, thank you so much. Once again, it's been an honor, and believe me, an education. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh,